0: Bet the Juice Podcast, Cody Mitchell, Connor Holiday here. Tomorrow is day one, round one of the NCAA tournament, Connor. I cannot be more excited to get started, sit around, be a piece of shit for four days. It's going to be incredible.
1: It's a plus side that we both, well, at least for day one, will technically be getting paid for it. Yes. But, I mean, this is the best four days of the year, in my opinion. By far. I, I know I'm the college football guy, and, like, honestly, for college football, the equivalent is opening week because you've mm-hmm. got games Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, well, and Sunday. But there's just something about this, the amount of games. I mean, there's a reason that we need to have forward TV set yeah. up just to watch this. I
0: mean, no matter what your sport is, I mean, March Mattis is unequivocally the best postseason of all the sports. It's not yes. close. There's yes. no second fiddle. It, it's incredible it's amazing the stories the i mean you know all every single tv network's gonna try to find like the six guy the first guy off the bench is like dad played at the other school and mm-hmm. crap like that it's awesome there's everything about
1: yeah it's you, awesome. somebody was talking about like for storylines for like pit to go up against uh Xavier, because it would be Sean Miller going yeah. up against his own old team. And then they the turn, the the, team he the committee
0: for. always tries to find a way. Like we have Bryce Hopkins returning to Kentucky against Kentucky.
1: The potential matchup of Texas A&M versus Texas. Texas.
0: Potential Sweet 16 of Gonzaga UCLA, two years removed from the Jalen Suggs half quarter. Like they Rick love to mix those in.
1: Rick Pitino beating UConn before he ends up taking the UConn job. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean that obviously that's still a long shot, but I mean yeah, the the tournament always tries to make as many storylines as possible, but it
0: is so fun. I cannot wait for Yep, tomorrow uh yesterday was uh, the first uh wave of the play-in games. Uh Texas A&M Corpus Christi takes down Southeastern Missouri it was a fun game Simo made it interesting at the end literally couldn't hit a free throw to save their life I think they were 4 or 15 at one point which basically was the swing of the game and well, like and- I was telling you too four or 15 is really like could be four of 22 because you're not getting your seconds on the dub on the one of ones well
1: not even that it was them getting in foul trouble early like I'm pretty sure with before the like 10 minute mark Corpus Christi was already in the double bonus.
0: Yeah, it was a lot of ticky-tack fouls. And for a team like SEMO that likes to play kind of in your face, the whistles aren't going your way. It's kind of a tough style to try to get a win, especially in the tournament. Pitt takes down Mississippi State 60-59. to Mississippi State had a wide-open three with three seconds left and missed it. Listen to the stat. In the last 25 seasons, Division one schools that score 60 or fewer Shoot worse than 35 percent from um, two point range, shoot 60 percent or worse from the line, and get rebounded out, get out rebounded by 20 or more, and still won the game. They before last night they were 0 348. Pitt becomes the first. Wow! In an NCAA tournament game.
1: Yeah, it was that was a great game to like start off the tournament. I mean, Mississippi State. Being one of the worst three-point shooting teams in the country, it started off hot. Four shooting or five. He th- started off hot. I was a little bit worried about Pitt, like starting the two freshman twins at at center. Mm-hmm. But still, like great win for Pitt. I mean,
0: st- yeah, I that was a weird, like not to cut you off there, but I think that game, if you play that over again, Pitt probably was a comfortable winner. Like, Mississippi State shot better than they have all year. Burton was had four fouls with, like, 12 minutes to go. He basically didn't play the entire first half. But he comes in and hits the, the game-winning shot with, like, under 15 seconds left to get him the victory. So, good for them. But yeah, like you said, it was a good way to kind of ease in the tur- into the tournament. Texas Southern plays Fairleigh Dickinson tonight, and then Arizona State plays Nevada. Um, we have picks today. Go, listen, go back and listen to Monday's show if you didn't. That's the complete bracket breakdown, our bracket that we – picked all the way to the national title champion but first before we get to our picks here connor we're going to do a draft here five picks each and we are going to draft national champions yes, it'd be pretty sad not. if we don't pick one but we do think this is the most wide open field there is mm-hmm. um
1: how are we deciding who gets the first overall pick
0: uh i don't have anything pulled up here so i'm just gonna give you a quiz oh i hate fucking... what team is higher rated in Kenpom? Purdue or Texas? Texas. It's Purdue. Fuck. Purdue is the. City. You tried to trick me. Yes, I did.
1: You're an asshole.
0: 100%. Okay, so I get the first pick. This is bullshit. Um, we're just going to go back and forth. The snake's stupid when there's only two people. Um, With the first pick, I'm going to do it. We picked it in our bracket. If you listen to Monday's episode, give me the Houston Cougars. I think. I'm not going to do I'm not doing the narrative. I'm not going to say it. I'm picking Houston. I have a pretty good feeling I know where you're going to go with your second pick.
1: I mean, it it was the other team that we had in the championship. It's Alabama. I mean, I know there's a lot of controversy around Alabama, and I know that's kind of why people don't want to pick them. Alabama, I know you're going to say Houston is, but Alabama really might be the best team in the nation. There's a reason they are the number 1 overall seed.
0: Yep. There's no other There definitely isn't a second choice. Like that's the or like no other Those are the ones and twos. Like mm-hmm. I don't think Exactly. I don't think you really missed out on anything else there. Where do I want to go from
1: here? I'm trying to figure out where I even want to go.
0: I think I think the smart play is just to go ahead even though we have them losing in the Sweet 16. But it's the safest pick here, and that's Kansas. Fuck. You have probably the best coach in the country, arguably. You have two or three guys that played on a national title team from a year ago, including uh, an All American and Jalen Wilson, and Deshaun Harris was a, the point guard from the team last year. And then mixing Grady Dick. The size all obviously worries me, but I think with the that's a pretty safe option there. Granted, though, I think they put yeah, they're the West. The West is. Very loaded, but I'll take Kansas.
1: That sucks because I, I do, I refuse to take Purdue. Oh,
0: they won't. I'm not drafting them. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, they're going to. Purdue
1: is literally going to go undrafted. Yeah, I. So I'm trying to debate between the two seeds, and I know it's going to seem like such a stretch, but. We love this conference. I love this team. Marquette.
0: I don't hate I don't hate that at all.
1: They're honestly the two seed that I love the most cuz like I want to take UCLA. My problem is that the injuries are starting to pile up. I really don't trust Arizona. They're one of the teams coming into the tournament I refuse to trust. And Texas, Texas is still Texas. Texas is still Texas. And at the same time, they have a potential gauntlet to even get to Houston. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it's so hard for me to see them beating Houston, honestly. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Marquette.
0: I like that. Um, but I'm taking Texas, the next one. Um, riding Hot, as of late, um, won the Big 12 tournament. Have I mean, they're nine guys deep. And it really does feel like all the players are really playing for Rodney Terry and really want him to get the job and i i think he should already get the job but i think at least they have to get the sweet 16 for him to be basically like a shoe-in for that job cuz it's still Texas. They can get virtually whoever they want. And they're going to throw a bag at him. Yeah. But Texas on paper might be one of the three most talented teams in college basketball. They're just they're Texas and that's what they do. They Texas themselves. But I feel pretty safe with that. And, and I also have two teams in the same region that I'm pretty comfortable. I'm putting in my elite eight. So I'm at least going to have one in the final four. All right. So
1: I'm taking an ultimate boomer bust team. This team could win an Addy or losing round one. UConn. You didn't
0: even have to say it. Already right, right <laughs> yeah, I, knew,
1: I knew it. Yeah. I mean, I know it's a stretch to already be taking a four seed, but still, like, they could potentially be Kansas' kryptonite. So, I'm taking UConn. But also, they could lose to Iona.
0: <laughs> I know. But, again, we've beat this drum all season that we do think everybody's playing their A game. We're taking UConn over anybody. Mm-hmm. And I don't hate that. I'm still going to take UCLA. I know Jalen Clark's out for the season. Bonna's status still kind of up in the air. But, man, there's something about have the way that Mick Cronin just has – they have a certain identity about mucking the games up And Tiger Campbell, no matter who they're playing. doesn't matter if they're playing Alabama, who's going to try to run up and down the court, or playing Virginia. He, he just seems to be able to control the, the pace of the game. If he speeds it up when he needs to, he can slow it down when he doesn't need to. And, obviously, when you have an All-American, I mean, Yaquez, like this team's still loaded. And Amari Bailey's a really talented freshman, too, so – Obviously, that injury Jalen Clark sucks. It hurts a lot. If I've said it before, if Jalen Clark was healthy, they were my national champion, but they're not. So, at my fourth pick, I, I like UCLA. It's still a two seed.
1: All right, I'm going to save them for my next pick because I don't think you're going to take them. I'm just going to kind of go for value. I said I wasn't going to pick them, but I'm going to pick them. Arizona. Yeah, (laughs) I I I cannot trust Purdue, so I'm just gonna take Arizona and just like kind of hope and pray.
0: Yeah, Tommy. I mean, Tommy Lloyd's a fantastic coach, and their front courts loaded. Balo and There's not many
1: teams I trust. The fucking yeah. If their
0: guard, if they had just a little bit better guard play, I would love Arizona. With my last pick, to be honest, (laughs) I again I'm passing on the other one seed. All the two seeds are gone. I'm not in love with all the three seeds. I'm taking Creighton as my last pick. The six-seeded Creighton Blue Jays. This is by far the best six seed. I don't know why. If if um Well, I do know why. If Kalkbrenner doesn't get hurt and they don't lose eight games in a row, this team's probably a three seed. They've lost some dumb games they shouldn't, but have rose up to the occasion on nights where they have to be special, and they are. And when they're firing with all all cylinders, they're starting. I would put Creighton starting five with Nemhard, Alexander, Shireman, Kaluma, and Kulk Brenner up against any team in the country. Thing that sucks is they're not very deep. They only have two guys off the bench, and they don't really contribute. Kind of reminds me of like a better version of the St. Bonnie's team that mm-hmm. they went to the tournament in 2021. But like just if they're all, if they're starting fives firing at all cylinders, and their couple bench guys can just chip in a little bit. I like him. I like him in the Elite Eight. Like that's, I'm pretty, pretty sold on Creighton to the Elite Eight. It's that beating Bama. That's gonna be tough.
1: Yeah. This, uh, this tournament, you and me both really love the Big East. Outside of really one team, I think I don't think you and I equally trust Xavier.
0: No. Not not without Fremantle. No.
1: But all right. So I'm gonna take a hot team. And the the if there's one team that can potentially beat Mark to get into the Final Four, I'm taking the Duke Blue Devils. I didn't I didn't think you would take your team. That was my next pick. But man, if like I I trust them over Purdue.
0: Hundred percent. Like
1: in if that game is the matchup. I'm taking Duke.
0: Yes, Purdue did beat Duke this year, but obviously that's a lot different of a Duke team. This
1: team has flipped that switch, and maybe they could fuck yeah. around and win it all. They also didn't have I, to I think they could honestly fuck around and make it to the Final Four. Why not win it all?
0: <laughs> yeah, if you're already there, you might as well win the son of a bitch. Yeah. All right, so that's the draft there. I have another draft that you're not prepared for.
1: Yeah, definitely not prepared for. All right, ready? Oh, God.
0: Double-digit seeds to make the Sweet 16. I don't want a big, long explanation why because we're definitely going to have a lot of these teams in the picks, so don't ruin that. But just quick. Quick draft. I'll let you go first. Since no, I you go
1: first because I'm trying to think.
0: Um, I think – I am mean, it's my own freaking question, too. I'm going to pass on the bigger schools like Arizona State, Nevada, and Pitt don't really love any of the tens that much i'm gonna go with because i'm probably gonna be loaded with 12s and 13s because i think a lot a lot of them win and i like the matchups better there my first one i'm i like charleston obviously 31 and 3 on the season a lot to love about them
1: okay don't hate that um fuck it oral roberts
0: after you picked duke to the international <laughs> title
1: listen i mean we you and i equally love this team mm-hmm. we hated that this was the matchup and we were both like damn it it's the gonna whole be, college basketball world yeah beat this. it's like it's going to be duke but what if it isn't
0: yeah
1: 100% i think if oral roberts gets past duke they could easily make it to the final four
0: yeah, the one thing with them is... Granted, this draft was just a Sweet 16.
1: Oh, we're just doing Sweet 16? Yes, okay. just Sweet 16. Because I, I would not draft you, Charleston. You said Final okay, Four. Okay, I messed that up. Okay. I wrote
0: it down Sweet 16 because I would not Dummy. have drafted Charleston, who's playing Alabama. Of
1: course, City, I can't trust you to do anything, right?
0: Um, but if you want to go to the Final Four, if Purdue beats the 8 or 9, I don't know how they're going to match up very well with Zach Eadie. Connor Vanover is tall but he is not a banger. He wants to he is a very very fragile big likes to shoot. Does not like to bang.
1: Well. I I still we have we have the bet and I'll be yep. damned if you aren't going to root for it. Oh,
0: I will. 100% <laughs> we'll root for it. Um I'm going to be smart here because I think well, I'm not going to say that. Uh my next one would be Drake. God damn it. Would be definitely be Drake. Just a veteran teams. and i
1: hate i wanted to take it but i hated it because it's one of the teams i love in miami but
0: yep okay go ahead
1: all right if you're gonna take one of the teams against well okay never mind that wasn't gonna make sense uh i'm gonna steal one of your teams though kent state
0: fuck because uh, my strategy was <laughs> to get both of them because i think both of them win
1: fucking match baby and
0: get one of them Ugh, i gotta pivot here um you know what i'm gonna take penn state they're double digits. damn team. you yeah like that, I like that booty ball style that freaking Jalen Pickett has and just backs everybody down in the post and can either shoot it from there and pass from there. Uh, it scares me against Texas, but I'm going to pick Penn State.
1: All right. Furman.
0: Okay. So, we're going to be definitely going against each other in a couple of these. But. But, yeah, we'll see. Um, Con- all right. So, now moving into the best part of the podcast, as always, giving out picks for Monday – or Monday – for Thursday and Friday. We'll have a show Saturday – recap some of the games, and then give out the rest of the picks for Saturday and Sunday. Connor, are you ready to go? You can go first. I've been going first on everything.
1: All right. Um. So I got this at three. Now it's up to four and a half, but I still kind of like it. I But I'm taking Kentucky over Providence. Like, I think Kentucky's hot. I think Providence are frauds. I know I'm going against the trend of Ed Cooley as an underdog, but still, I think this Kentucky team has just become a new beast. I know they lost to Vandy in the uh, SEC tournament.
0: Vandy's is apparently just Kentucky's kryptonite. Exactly,
1: because they walloped them at Rupp Arena. I do remember that. But there's no Vandy in this tournament, so Kentucky has nothing to worry about. I just think... Providence, still one of those lucky-ass teams. I know there's the revenge factor of what the fuck is, I just blanked on the players. Bryce name. Hopkins. Bryce Hopkins.
0: Bringing me to my first pick, I'm taking over 14.5 points for Bryce Hopkins. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he has done it seven of We're his last starting with the props yeah. already. He's done it seven— of his last nine games, he's been over fourteen or over fifteen. There's not um, going
1: to be a shot that he's not going to like.
0: Yeah, they're also going up against like obviously he's going up against Kentucky, the team he transferred from. He's only getting five or six minutes. Plus, Kentucky doesn't really have the guy to be able to guard him. Antonio Reeves isn't going to lie defensively. Um, if he gets switched onto Casey um, Wallace, I don't have any problem with that. And he's just silky smooth, and especially if he gets switched onto Shigway gets switched onto him. He is not quick enough to keep up with Hopkins, and Hopkins can shoot it from anywhere on the court as well. So I'm going to take over on his points, 14 and a half.
1: But can Kentucky still cover?
0: I'm cool with that. Okay. I think Kentucky covers, but I am taking. I think Bryce has a good game.
1: All right, do you want – well, you just gave oh, – God damn, you keep putting the pressure on me. All right. Um. So I love this over, two of the better over teams – in this tournament honestly when i was going through some of the trends i'm taking the over 156 and a half in gonzaga grand canyon gonzaga this season 19 and 13 on overs grand canyon 25 and 8 on overs i love this over i honestly wish it was a little bit smaller number but still i think with the styles that they both play I think this goes over. The
0: pace is going to be out of control on that. Yes. Absolutely out of control. Um, you do, for something like that, you're definitely obviously going to want uh, Grand Canyon to keep it relatively close. Yeah.
1: From Kentucky, I forget Just what keep is, it as an arm length. What is the spread? It
0: was at one point, it was like 15. Oh, God. I don't know if it still is, but I remember the first time I saw it was around fifth, uh, 15 points. Um. Everybody's going to say, yeah, you should just take the points with this because it's a betting show, blah, blah, blah. I'm not, I'm telling you right now, I've been very successful in every NCAA tournament I've ever freaking bet. I don't bet spreads on underdogs that I think can win the game. Give me Furman plus 190 against Virginia. It's my favorite double-digit winner in the first round.
1: We're both on that.
0: Look, Bothwell and Slaughter are two fifth-year senior guards that have been playing out of their mind this season. They came back after that stupid Grant, I couldn't, I shouldn't say it was stupid. The shot, the Chattanooga hit to eliminate them from going to the dance last year, because I was betting on Chattanooga. Mm-hmm. But still, like the team came back for a reason. Bob Ritchie's a hell of a freaking coach, and the one thing you need to do to beat the pack line defense is be able to shoot, and that's something Furman can. And I think if you can get fifty points on Virginia, and it's a stout defense, we know that, that you should be fine. Virginia can't score the ball. They have looked like a shell of themselves. Kia Clark is going – he is no match for Bothwell. Like, those are guys are on two different planets. Kia Clark's been the same guy he has been since they won the national title. He's a very average player. Give me for, uh, Furman and the Paladins, plus 190. All
1: right. Sticking with my favorite thing, overs – Uh I'm taking the over 143 in the uh UC Santa Barbara Baylor game. Uh Santa Barbara 20 and 12 to overs, Baylor 17 and 15, but because of the pace that Santa Barbara likes to play at, I it works well with Baylor. I think this is going to be an up and down the court game, back and forth, back and forth over.
0: More than likely will. I do want to stay in that game.
1: Oh, you're doing it?
0: I'm not doing it because I don't think they're going to win outright because Scott Drew is a hell of a coach, and Baylor still has three really, really good guards. I do think that Santa Barbara can keep us close. So, last I saw it, it was 10 and a half. So, I'm going to take the points with UC Santa Barbara and lay it 10 and a half. I think it's a lot closer of a game. TJ uh, – TJ Mitchell is a tall, kind of wildish guard, and I don't really know exactly who on Baylor is going to stop him. And Andre Kelly, he's a guy who's averaged 15 points a game at Cal. He can score at any level. He's played against power six teams. The only thing that worries me is they played one power six score, one team in the field, and I think they got beat by like 25. But that's early in the season. A lot of things change with a team. So I'm not going to pick them in a winning here. What it shocked me Would they're my favorite fourteen to beat to three, mm-hmm. if it happens. But I'm gonna take the points at ten and a half.
1: Can they also just hit the over though?
0: They can do that as well. We'll make this one ten to one oh two.
1: I it scares me how you, much. You well so far you and me are on the same games but different From things, different ways. Because it on, that only means that neither are gonna hit. <laughs> no. <But> that. <laughs> all right. Uh. I hate how trendy this is. I would sprinkle the money line, but I'm just gonna take the points. Eleven and a half, I gotta add twelve and a half. Louisiana Lafayette versus Tennessee. Yeah, I have that one down. Oh, I'm sorry, I I figured you would have it down, but I know you also have a lot more extra picks than I do.
0: Yeah, that's that's one also where I betting I'm gonna sprinkle a little bit on the money line there. Yeah. Jordan Brown, dude, he's a he's a freaking hooper. He was he was a bucket when he was at Arizona. He was a bucket when he was in Nevada. I
1: don't mean to cut you off, but there's when it comes to this bet, there's only one thing you need to know: Rick Barnes, Barnes and, in the, in tournament. the NCAA tournament. But that's go another. ahead, go ahead. No, that's that's good enough for me. And then
0: obviously, the thing that like I don't know, like Tennessee struggles to score the ball and. Ziegler, their one guard that could really make something happen off the balance, like he's he's done. So, unless Baskerville's going off from three and hitting everything, I think Louisiana can hang in there. Um, this one, I don't know if you have written down, but I know we've already bet it. It's now at two and a half. It was one half when I bet it. West Virginia over Maryland. Country roads, yeah, 100%. take
1: me home.
0: Maryland has literally won two games away from College Park and been beating the drum all season long. Why suddenly should i just fall in love with this team? West Virginia is ahead of them in Kempom. West Virginia has Eric Stevenson and Trey Mitchell over the course of the last 3 weeks of the season was playing like the guy we kind of thought he was going to blossom to after he transfer from UMass and then went then kind of had the down year at Texas. So I like West Virginia here and it's also I'm also way more inclined to bet and back Bob Huggins than uh coach willard 100 um the only thing that would fear me is uh the crazy jameer young game but he hasn't done it really anywhere but at college park
1: all right Uh, hmm
0: i have five i've done five jesus christ
1: uh i got two for sure maybe i could figure out one more um i'm gonna take your team uh Michigan State minus two against USC. I just really think that I know these are kind of two mid-teams in their conference. I just think when it comes to the mid in the Big Ten and the mid in the Pac-12, Big Ten's better. Yeah. I just – I kind of tr- trust also the coaching more.
0: Of Tom Izzo, yeah, 100%. It does
1: worry me because Boogie could – Absolutely yeah. fuck this up.
0: Yeah, but also on the side of that, Michigan State's probably still going to win the guard battle because they're like four deep. Four really, really good guards. The part, the things that kill them are big men, and USC doesn't really have the big men that's going to wow you and just kill you anywhere. So we're down two more here before we get out of here. Which way do I want to go here? Um, I actually bet a bigger number, but I'm taking Houston minus 19.5 because that's what it's at now. Same. I love Houston here. They're obviously my pick to win the national title. Northern Kentucky is a team that scraps, and they fight. They really, 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 really fight hard. But one thing they cannot do is rebound. If you want to get in a rebounding battle with Houston, probably the best rebounding team in basketball, where all five guys are crashing the boards at all, all the freaking time, I don't think they need Marcus Sasser to keep this one close. And I think it's also a nice little statement, like after they just kind of got embarrassed by Memphis. I know everybody knows Sasser was hurt. But, hell, that team made the Sweet 16 last year without him. He didn't play all of last year. Like, this this Houston team's legit. Northern Kentucky, uh, probably, my honestly, still my favorite of the 16 seeds. But 19 and a half is just not enough.
1: I'll stick in that game. Uh, I'm taking the under 22 and a half. I hate this because that number is so damn low. But on the season, Houston eighteen and sixteen to unders, and Northern Kentucky twenty and twelve on unders.
0: Well, if we're since we're betting a lot of the same games, we're kind of hoping similar things happen. I do Houston think Kentucky just controls, controls the, everything. Yeah. Yes, they're getting second chances, which is going to obviously more time off the clock. Mm-hmm. Northern Kentucky's only going to get probably get one shot per possession. So that's obviously less points. There. And
1: honestly, you already have the Sasser injury. Like, you're going to want to pull your guys at the end a little bit. Nah,
0: let's play them all the way through.
1: Well, I mean, I'm also thinking at that point they're up by uh, 50.
0: Yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. All right, fucking my last one. Kent State line over Indiana. Starting to absolutely fall in love with this play. The more I just look at it, I absolutely And the love more it. you
1: keep talking me into yeah, it. Yeah,
0: I just freaking love it. Kent State, even in the MAC, is 38th in defense in the country. They went into Houston, probably the second most popular team to win the title, went into Houston and lost by five. They went to Gonzaga and lost by, I think it was six or seven. You know, they had some spots in the MAC where they kind of just looked a little as uh, lackadaisical and just did not really care. Because, but when they played Akron, when they played Toledo, that team showed up and that put. And they performed, and they were excellent. They have guys that throw it, that throw at TJD. And they're not going to stop him. All you can hope is is his efficiency's bad, and he make you make him earn at the free throw line. They got plenty of bodies that can foul. And sincere carry is the best guard in this game. Don't give me that Jalen Hood, you spino know, shit. He's not better than sincere carry. He'll be a better pro, but sincere Carey doesn't have the five for twenty two performances he does. And then we'll just also, if, I don't know how much Indiana games you made. I know he's a freshman, but he makes some of the most boneheaded fucking no, plays. No, yep, yeah, Like, absolutely boneheaded plays. Even
1: in, like, the wins, like both wins against Purdue, like, I was like,
0: Jalen, what are
1: you doing? In like? his defense, though? He's a freshman. He's that, 18. and then the very next play, he's he'll go down there
0: and make, like, a mid-ranger with, like, 35 seconds left. Mm-hmm. So it's like, he with makes up for his a face. But this Kent team, I think, is different. And I know I just said it was Furman. It was my favorite double-digit seed. Kent State's slowly getting up there. So I'm taking the gold flashes from you. I am taking the money line there.
1: All right, last pick for me. Um, It's gonna be our game that we're gonna probably have the most eyes on. But
0: that my game will be Kent State. Well, okay, yeah. I promise
1: you that. Well, this one just because it's your team and our team playing each other. Uh, I'm taking the under 146 in the Duke Oral Roberts game. The funny thing is, is while. Oral Roberts does have Asemus, and they're just a very, very good scoring team. They're 17 and 13 to unders this season, partially because I think in a lot of those Summit League games, overs a little bit influctuated because of who Oral Roberts is and a na- the name that they garner. But also, on the flip side, Duke was one of the best teams in Unders in the ACC. They were 20-13 and 1 to Unders.
0: And they're also like 290th in pace. And
1: yeah, and to that if Duke like Duke really wants to win this game and control this game, they're going to want to go slow, they're going to want to limit the the amount of possessions that Oral Roberts has to stay in this game. So I think they're going to be I don't want to say that to begin the game, they're already going to start bleeding the clock, but there's going to be a lot of those possessions where they do try to kill some clock because they know what this Oral Roberts team mm. is capable of.
0: 1000%. You know, the more I think about that game, too.
1: Oral Roberts money line. I
0: have a tough, tough time. Oral Roberts money line. No, I have a really, really tough time thinking Oral oh, Roberts can win this game. It's, don't, don't, don't. I think don't. they're more inclined to beat teams like they did in uh 2021 like Ohio State that plays fast Florida that plays Quit fast Quit digging at
1: me i am trying no, to this love is, this team this
0: is a point Th- they're more suited to play teams that play their style of basketball and they're just going to do a better job of it at, than you
1: yeah that's why we would lo- literally love them to no extent if they were playing any other 5 seed.
0: yeah like if they play Miami i would love it cuz they're going up and down the court.
1: i'd love it but i'd hate it because i love Miami
0: yeah or if... I'd
1: love that over. I'd blindly take that over.
0: You know, the shitty thing is, before we get out of here, if you're, if I'm being honest, they kind of fucked themselves by being so good because they got a 12. They were automatically yeah. going to be a 12 because I think the fives are better than the fours this year. 1,000%.
1: Yeah, you are right.
0: Like, the fours are Virginia, Tennessee... But also,
1: in my opinion, the committee fucked them by making Duke a five. This was yeah. the ACC champ who got hot at the right fucking time. I don't, What was the record for the last couple games?
0: Um, They Think won they only... their last, like, ten games. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine. They won their last nine games.
1: Exactly. And, where the, like, they just stayed at the same spot, if you watch any of the bracketology shit. But, I mean, yeah, Duke shouldn't be a five to begin with.
0: Like the, flip them well, with the,
1: flip them with Tennessee.
0: No, I I agree, but I dis like knowing a little bit more than the average bear about bracketology. It's probably the right seed. It just sucks that happened to be there because mm. they beat Tennessee. Their next best win is forty six in Palm, and that's North Carolina.
1: Max Aizmus well, or Miami. Max Aizmus, I am not giving up on you. I believe. I believe you may have fucked me in twenty twenty one, but I believe you can do this. It's it's just a bunch of freshmen.
0: It wouldn't shock me, but... (laughs) Not really, but... (laughs) No, you're going up against a very, very seasoned Well, no, it's like we
1: talked about, like... And this is typical for, like, most Duke teams, but I did say, like, oh, Max Aismas has the most tournament experience, and then I'm like, oh, fucking Jeremy Rose. There's
0: three guys from that team there that contributed. So, like, they have a lot of guys that have been there. No, I I know, but but just...
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm praying that Oral Roberts can do it. That five to win $750 final four pick, like, (laughs) please.
0: I need something. I would love more than anything. We need
1: the chaos. We don't have Teddy Allen.
0: For that to happen, but I just looks tough for me. But good luck to everybody this weekend. We will see you guys Saturday with the recap and more picks for Saturday and Sunday. We're out of here. Peace!